Hey, hello, and welcome, everyone. We're still working out the timing on this thing. <laughs> All these weeks later, this is what happens when you have a live show. <laughs> it is, yeah. <laughs> but yes, hello, and welcome, everyone, to the Comic Multiverse, where the worlds of nerd meet. We are your favorite comic book podcast on YouTube. Well, as long as YouTube thinks we're viable, that could yeah, change, as, though. As as long as we're a viable product. <laughs> Did you, did you, I'm sure you read the same article I did where it's like, oh, YouTube might be shutting down channels and just defunding people completely that they view to be unviable. Yeah, which is, like, it's insane that they could actually do something like that. Like, it's a remember, terif- when, remember when YouTube was just like a space where, like, you could just fucking upload videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's share your passions with people. Oh, yeah, it's crazy how things have changed. And, again, to say, you know, viable is so terrifyingly vague, or it's like, what, financially viable, creatively viable? Yeah. Like, like, are you getting so many followers a month? Like, what What do you mean by viable, YouTube? And the answer is, we don't fucking know. We make it up. <laughs> yeah, we'll decide when, when it comes time to delete your channel. Yeah, really. It's like, but but what but what about all those neo-fascist channels that are getting so popular now? Aren't you gonna aren't you gonna defund them or do something with them? And they're like, hey, hey, you leave our precious babies alone. They have done nothing wrong, says YouTube. They are uh, whales. Mm-hmm. Neo-fascism in uh, Tech Valley. We are like this. We are inseparable. <laughs> you cannot break up our forbidden love. <laughs> But yes, thank you everyone for showing up uh, to another Sunday and another live show of the Comic Multiverse. Not a ton of news this week, but that's alright, because we're doing a live show. You, you the people watching us right now, all 15 of you, you get to take part in the show. Normally, uh, if this was a pre-recorded episode, I would go and ask people for questions, but now... Mm -hmm. Uh, because you're all here, we can just take them directly from the chat in real time, and you can have a convo with us, and won't that be nice? Yeah, we'll do it live. We'll, we'll do it liter- live, goddammit. Literally, literally do it live. But uh, yeah, before we get into what little news we do have this week, uh, how you doing, Matt? How's your week been? It's been pretty good. I've been playing USP, UPS uh, <laughs> Simulator 2019 on the PlayStation. So I've heard. Um, no, I've been playing Death Stranding, and it's a load of fun. It's indulgent as fuck. Oh, I bet. For, for Kojima, uh, it's indulgent as fuck, but it's it's a load of fun. I'm finding it really enjoyable. How many celebrity cameos have you seen? Because I know that's a big deal. Oh, There's a ton of cameos. <laughs> well, who isn't a celebrity in it? The, the, the funny thing is that I, I was thinking about it. I was like, half the people playing this game aren't going to know who these people are. These are, no, these are just for Kojima. Like, Who's oh, yeah. gonna know who Nicholas Winding Refn is? Like, I know who he is because I'm a yeah. fan of film. But like, Joe Sixpack down the street, who he's not gonna know who this guy is. <laughs> yeah, it it is crazy. Like, I've seen some of the stills, and like, and look who's in this game, and look who else is in here. And I'm like, no fucking way. Yeah, it's Junji Ito. It's Conan O'Brien. <laughs> oh, yep, yeah, those man. Please tell me when Conan does his clueless gamer segment. Please tell me they queue up the game to that moment where he's in it. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> uh-huh. Because that would be something. Man, I wish I was a Kojima level of like, I am such a well-respected creator. Here's all the time and money you want to make a weird-ass passion project where you just put in all the people you like. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be great. Like, yeah, he's, he's got basically carte blanche on, like, what he can do. J- try and explain it to me in as few words as possible. What is Death Stranding actually about? Because just viewing from the trailers, you're Norman Reedus... 
There's mm-hmm. a baby in there somewhere, and there's packages, and that's about as far as I've got. Yeah, that, that pretty much covers it. No, that from what I've gathered, the first like ten minutes actually explains the game like really well. I'm like, where the fuck was all this in the trailers? Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, like the world of death and life have like kind of blurred so like there's this thing called time fall which means there's like rain that turns anything it touches it like ages anything it touches um and then there's the bts that are like uh people who are like they're like monsters that you can't see because your aids isn't as powerful as other people's aids (laughs) right and and bt stands for I don't. I keep fucking forgetting beach person, doesn't it? <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. And because there's B B T and then B B, and then all these fucking acronyms. <laughs> you got. You gotta love them. And you kill the monsters by throwing your AIDS grenades and poop and urine at them. Literally. Now, now, when, now when you say that, that's the black goo that that Hannibal was covered in, right? The black goo from that's the trailers. That's the bad shit. Yeah, that's the bad oh. shit okay that's as far as i got so black shit bad norman reedus good yeah norman reedus shower water kills the black shit <laughs> okay then. <laughs> i'm not making that up either I, every time I you have a shower not. every time you have a shower uh grenades are made from your shower water and every time you have a shower they get better and better <laughs> i'm like what the fuck is going on i'm i'm throwing shower water at fucking spooky ghosts <laughs> Now, you see, he was throwing the Norman Reedus shower water. He should have been selling it on eBay for people to vape <laughs> is what he should have been doing. That's what he should have been doing, yeah. Is that an unlock tree at some point? You unlock the power <laughs> to vape? You vape it and it, like, makes them appear. Yeah, there you go. It's like, oh, how do you see them? Oh, you gotta vape it up. That's what you gotta do. <laughs> That's some shit. The, the people in the chat, too, talking about other celebrities there. J-pop star Daichi Mura is in it as well okay i have no idea who that is yeah nobody does okay tevya too fill in the cup there with cheers thank you for that i'm sure he will be doing that more throughout the night yep uh but yeah so uh, my week was pretty simple uh not nearly as eventful as yours actually it wasn't filled with kojima weirdness (laughs) and and norman reedus bodily functions unfortunately i uh (laughs) i i did get out to see jojo rabbit and i was happy about that I really want to see that, but it's not in my country yet. Like, it's not that's, out here yet. That's ridiculous. It's a very funny movie. Yeah, I, I, the trailers look amazing. The casting is so perfect, too. Like, just just the fact that these character actors who you know and love show up dressed like Nazis is kind of, like, <laughs> just funny in and of itself. Rebel Wilson shows up dressed as, like, a Hitler youth headmistress, and I'm like, that is just funny on its face. <laughs> that's great. Scarlett Johansson is goddamn hilarious in this. I forgot that, like, oh, yeah, you can actually do comedy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she's basically doing, like, a whole, like, Charlie Chaplin one-man show. She really gets to go places in this role. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and plus Taika Waititi is just funny himself. Dude, what a what a fucking unique guy. Talk about two really unique creators, Kojima and Taika Waititi. Yeah, yeah, and they're both, like excel in their fields spectacularly <laughs> absolutely total total auteurs i think last time we talked about watiti when it was closer to uh the last thor movie thor ragnarok i went back and watched all of his other movies you know uh mm-hmm. what what we do in the shadows hunt for the wilder people or no search for the wilder people people are getting yep. pissed when i get that wrong 
And, uh, yeah, I watched a bunch of his other movies, and I'm like, wow, this guy's like a more relatable, blue-collar, like, Wes Anderson. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, he's Wes Anderson, except I don't hate myself when I watch his films. (laughs) Yeah, where it's like, it's not so specific, but, again, it's all, like, very colorful and very, like, speaking to to his own, like, uh, particular life. Like, I feel like all of his movies are semi-autobiographical. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's uh, that was good shit. If you haven't seen Jojo Rabbit, check it out. Hopefully that will shut up the people who are always like, oh, you could never make a Mel Brooks movie today. Well, he basically did. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's firing on all cylinders. He's going to be in goddamn Mandalorian coming out. It'll be out by the time this show goes up. Yeah, and in about a week. That's friggin' crazy. I cannot wait for that. Where, where will you be on Mandalorian Day? I don't know. Probably maybe live streaming it. Or live streaming me watching it. I don't know. You you mean on this very channel the people are on right now, Matt? This one? Maybe, (laughs) yeah. Maybe people should uh, subscribe so they know what's going on (laughs) and so they're always here for it, maybe? Hit hit the little little bell thing to know when it's happening. Maybe maybe they should smash it. Smash the bell. (laughs) Hulk smash that bell. Don't worry, we'll be talking about the Hulk smashing stuff later. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, I guess with that, we can transition on over to what little news we actually had this week. Again, it's been a very, very quiet week, which isn't always bad. Mm-hmm. Nah. But, uh, yeah, the brand new Disney Plus She-Hulk show and the brand new Disney Plus Moon Knight show had their actual creative teams announced. And, holy shit, I was not expecting either of these, but both were names where I'm like, yep, that's good. That's a good choice. For mm-hmm. She-Hulk, it was Jessica Gao who they yep. got to write this one. She's a writer who you probably know from uh, Rick and Morty, actually coming mm-hmm. back tonight of all nights as we sit and record this. She yep. pe- penned the now, I was going to say famous, but I think infamous is a better word now, Pickle Rick episode, <laughs> which everyone loved until they hated because then it got memed and then it took over reality. Yeah, yeah it did. It, it was cool for like the first 10 minutes after it aired and then everyone just fucking ruined it. Yeah, she's she's writing that. Which I think is great because she's super funny, has a very unique style and voice. And uh, actually, if you want to get to know her better, go listen to the podcast. I think it was short-lived. I think it was only a couple episodes that she did with Dan Harmon, you know, community creator, co-creator of Rick and Morty called Whiting Wongs, which was them talking about uh, race in comedy and race in animation and everything, of course. Gao was an interesting position, too, because, you know, when Harmon made the big announcement that he was bringing more women on to write for Rick and Morty that season, she was one of the people who, like, you know, got cyber-stalked and shit, and she has a very interesting perspective on all that, and she's very funny, and I think Jen Walters is in very good hands, actually, for this. Yeah, yeah, I, I think she's a really great writer, and she's a funny writer as well. Yeah, um, and She-Hulk so, is funny. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You've got that some of the funny comedy stuff that comes with her being you know a big green woman definitely lawyer. um yeah i'm looking forward to these shows i mean i'm intrigued to see who we're going to get cast for these shows that's the real question you figure that news has got to be coming next right you know now you yeah. got this now you got the casting yep but uh yeah that's that's pretty sweet uh who, who, who do we again you know chat we'll get you involved on this one too fan cast for she-hulk who do you want i know we talked about this earlier do you think it should be a makeup effect suit type thing or do you think it should be a cg creation a la the hulk from the movies i i would like to see them do like a um maybe like like kind of like a hobbit sort of thing 
like mm. forced perspective sort of thing where they can still right. do in camera makeup and everything but still have it look like like it's in the shot like it's not like some cgi creation which looks really out of place right because you know it, it used to be in a series like this it would be like all right this is tv they got to make more episodes more quickly obviously they're not going to want to spend a lot of money on cg or if so they're going to do the flash thing where it's like okay well film it at night and from far away <laughs> yeah but they can't do that here because they really don't have to because this is Disney putting up like Game of Thrones money for per episode. So it's yeah. like you you could actually have that and it could actually look good. Yeah, I they could keep it consistent with like the the Mark Ruffalo Hulk and do it CGI where they get the actress in like the CGI headgear and everything and do it that way. But somehow I, tell, I think they're going to do it, try and do it like maybe a mixture practical yeah. and, and cgi that would be cool yeah maybe it's like okay it's makeup but we use computers to enhance it mm-hmm. right that would definitely be nice uh yeah people in the chat too saying so do you think they cast like a wrestler or a female bodybuilder to be the body and then maybe get an actress to dub it in or something it would be it would be interesting to see what direction they go because you know unlike hulk who, you know, you see a lot more banner most of the time with She-Hulk. It's like, no, she chooses to be She-Hulk 24-7. Yeah. Well, see, that's the that's the thing with She-Hulk. Like, when she changes into She-Hulk, like, Jennifer just basically looks the same. She's a little bit taller and is green. greener. Like, she doesn't fully, like, change like Bruce Banner does. It's true. Chat keeps saying Rosario Dawson, too. Do you think they yeah. double-dip that quick, or do you think they still are holding out hope? Uh, I, that they... I think... I think they could they could definitely double dip. I mean, they've done it before in the past, and she wasn't she for all intents and purposes wasn't like a big main like like a level character in those Netflix shows. Like she was a big part of those shows, but mm. she wasn't playing anyone uh, like you know Captain America level. Yeah. So they they, they could do it, and uh, you know it's going to happen eventually. I guess so. Tevi has brought up twice now, is the Hawkeye show dead? Uh, so far, no, but they no. do seem to be having more internal strife in that one than any other one. Yeah. I mean, more on that as it develops so far, there is nothing talked about it. And then, of course, the next show is Moon Knight, and they got the Umbrella Academy guy, and I must admit I am not nearly as aware of this guy's work. Uh, I watched Umbrella Academy. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. It was a great mystery Mm. uh series uh, so hopefully that element comes over into moon knight and yeah i think it will that's yet another show i have to say i didn't get to finish it i did watch like the first four <laughs> episodes though really enjoyed it but just goddamn, i'm i'm so busy these days <laughs> but yeah i mean umbrella academy was weird and quirky and i hope they definitely bring that to a moon knight show making it mm-hmm. weird and quirky yeah and yes, when we say Umbrella Academy guy, no, we don't mean Gerard Way. We mean the dude who did the TV show, who show ran that. The showrunner, yeah. His name escapes me at the moment. Is, is, is that all he's done, is just the Umbrella Academy show? I want to say yes. I mean, Probably if so, I mean, if so, that's not bad. That's a pretty good resume so far. Yeah. And, you know, She-Hulk and Moon Knight are in very interesting situations, too, because they have had so many runs stretched over such a long span of time that have all been pretty stylistically different. So, you know, you could really pick and choose what era you want to influence the show. And do they jump right into the modern stuff or do they maybe start with some of the older stuff? Yeah. I, well, first, we got to, like, decide, like, like, which one are they doing? 
like which yeah. moon knight like are we getting like like crazed cab driver suit mm. wearing one you know the egyptian god possessed guy you know what are we getting it's true again maybe a little all of them i mean my ideal moon knight show uh, really kind of touches on all of those. But yeah, where where do you even begin Mark Spector's story? Do you start it off with him as a mercenary in Egypt? Do you start with him already being a guy with multiple personality disorders? You know, where where do you start with it? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. It's a it, weird it'll show. be it, it is a weird show because he's a weird character and yeah. yet also a weird character who has gotten multiple uh, kicks of the can, especially in the last couple years. Uh, what is it Marvel has really tried to buckle down and try and find a way for Mark Spector to work mm -hmm. yeah I think but by the time we get closer to the series actually coming out he'll have like an ongoing uh, in December actually I'm pretty sure we talked about is that, that not is that an ongoing or is that a mini it might be a mini but he is getting something uh, very soon mm -hmm. all right but yeah so you know good good on them right yeah uh yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people say James McAvoy on Twitter for Moon Knight and everything because, hey, he played a crazy guy in Split pretty well. Yeah, yeah, I could see him do that, although he's got that TV show now, his Dark Materials. So. Exactly, so he might be a little busy and might not be able to, uh, what is it, commit to two shows at once, so there's the problem. Yeah. I think I think I heard someone say, like, Zac Efron or something not too long ago, and I'm like, I don't hate it. He's a yeah, little young. I, I imagine yeah, he's, he's a little young. Yeah, I imagine Moon Knight to be a little older, but, you know, that's that's just me. Mm -hmm. uh, the chat's saying, too, that uh, Moon Knight is going to be a big part of that uh, Serpent Crown Conan crossover series as well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So, yeah, he uh, he ain't going away anytime soon. He's definitely going to be sticking around. Yeah. Yeah, Alrighty then. So, uh, yeah, with that, everyone, that is essentially all the news this week. There's There were some rumors flying around, like people were saying, like, oh, hey, is Matthew McConaughey going to be Harvey Dent in the Batman movie? But no one has been able to confirm that yet one way or another. Well, it was only one source, and it was like the Daily Mail, so I'm like, yeah, that's fake. <laughs> yeah. Then again, you know, there's been a lot of weird casting around uh, that movie, and so far, most of it, if not all of it, has been right. Yeah, yeah, it's but but what has been right is 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 pretty damn good. Yeah, it's pretty damn good. I mean, so far, this is shaping up to be maybe one of the best cast DC movies in a very long time. Yeah, as Jersey like said, there's the Have you seen the Crisis of Infinite Earths teaser? No, no, I have not actually. Was it good? Uh, it. It's very quick. It's very, there's like three shots in the whole thing. One of like Brandon Ralph Superman, uh, Black Lightning. We get a shot of like a bunch of heroes and villains like teaming up against the the monitor stuff. Oh, like that. oh yes, good. yes. I saw one image because Luther is standing with the heroes. Yeah, which is pretty damn good. So, all right then. Before we hop into what we read this week, I guess we will turn things over to the chat. And if anyone has any questions, if you got some Q's, we got some A's. Mm -hmm. So let's drop some loads of A's on you from a great height. Some hot loads. Hot loads of A's <laughs> all over here. Question time. Oh, you even made a thing for question time. Right on. <laughs> That's very good. Yes, Mielmo X, I am also very excited for Crisis. I am way behind on all those shows. Again, I need a day with nothing going on so I can buckle down and catch up on all of them. You just need to watch Arrow. Like, you just really need to watch Arrow. That's but I it. like like but I like but I like Flash. <laughs> oh, it's barely doing fucking anything. 
I had know, a cool episode. I'm... Last week's episode was pretty cool. It was like a murder who done it sort of thing. That I was like pretty that. cool. But uh, you could tell what the ending was like from a mile away. Yeah, that's fine. I, I like Flash, and I want to catch up on uh, Batwoman, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, uh, KT, the ultimate question, Pokemon Sword or Pokemon Shield? Matt and I have been talking about this off mic, actually, because we're both agreeing this is going to be the first Pokemon game we've played in a very long time. So, yes, we're trying to maximize uh, tradeability down the line. Yeah, I'm not. I'm still not sure what, what version I'm getting. I don't even know when I'm getting the game because there's, like, so many fucking games out at the moment. <laughs> well, I mean... If it's between Pokemon and Star Wars for you, I think I know where you're going, and I know they come out. I don't know if they come out on the same day, but I think in and around the same time. Yeah, does Pokemon come out at the end of this week? Uh, the fifteenth, yeah. Yeah, it comes out the same day though. I'm 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 kind of worried about Fallen Order because reviews come out like an hour before the mm. game releases, and mm. that's never a good sign, especially for EA. No, definitely. How do you feel about uh, Souls games, Matt? Because apparently everyone is saying that that new Star Wars is basically a Souls game. I mean, I'm fine with that. That that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But like at the same time, like this ZA, like they 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 say like single player games have no 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 reason to exist anymore. <laughs> can we fuck up a pot of coffee? Yes, we can. <laughs> Uh, also, DNG asks, who's got the raw deal at the moment, Wally West or Carol Danvers? Well, I think Carol's set to actually have some new life breathed into her because they're just saying fuck it and turning her into a villain with a sick-ass costume. Oh, really? What are they doing with her? Oh, yeah, you have Oh, don't you remember? Didn't you see her sick-ass black and red costume and she's going to oh, be a yeah, villain? Th- oh, yeah. I thought that had, like, been and gone. <laughs> No, 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 that's just coming up. That's going to be, like, the next big arc there, which I think that's super awesome, and that really makes me want to start reading uh, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel again, because I'm like, okay, how the hell did we get here? <laughs> <laughs> which, as I joked before, that's just straight-up wrestling storytelling, where it's like, look, so we got this, you know, babyface hero who everyone loved, then they got bad booking and bad decisions were made, now everyone hates them, let's have them be a bad guy, be super cool, and then they can be a hero again. <laughs> but with Wally West, it's just like, oh, I'm traveling around the multiverse, and I'm feeling bad, but I'm not really sorry, because that would be admitting wrongness, and we can't do that. I was gonna say, you're not reading Flash Forward, are you? Nah. Like, that, that second issue, it was good, but then it's like, why is Barry doing, why, why is Wally doing all this? Like, there's no... Like, like, what, what's the end game here? Like, because like, they why never is he, inter- why is they, have they chosen him? Like, when any hero would have been, like, sufficient for this. <laughs> it's because we never intended to write this story to begin with, but we needed mm-hmm. to try and tell the fans, no, no, we're trying to fix them, we promise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, any, anything else, Chad? Uh, Shazam got delayed 17 weeks. Yeah, not surprising. We got a Shazam book this week, and it wasn't very good because it completely ignored everything that's going on in that series and, like, not even hiding the fact that it was ignoring everything that Johns was doing. Who who wrote that? Uh, Loveness. Oh, really? That sucks because he, he did that really cool fucking Death of Superman one from last week. No, oh, no, wait, sorry. I'm confused. No, it was Gia... 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 It was a name I hadn't heard before. Yeah, oh, look at her. I got the issues... Cena, Cena Grace. Right. Okay. See, I don't hold never any. Uh, never, never have I. I don't hold them any ill will. 
Because, again, it's probably hard to write Shazam right now because no one actually cares. I felt the same way about that Black Adam one shot mm-hmm. where uh, the Shazam who laughs shows. Oh, sorry. We're supposed to call him King Shazam even though no one calls him that in anything. And why King no. Shazam? Yeah, he's not a king. It would make sense if he won at the end of that Black Adam book, but he didn't. Yes, it would. It's all very <laughs> fucked up and very weird. Uh, someone asked us to their favorite Hulk persona. That is a good one because when we talk about uh, Hulk this week, I'm sure we'll mention that. I haven't been I haven't caught up on the Hulk so I don't I don't know. The 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 evil one, that that one that's like a dickhead. Oh, Devil <laughs> Devil Hulk. <laughs> yeah. You have to be more specific. They're all dickheads. <laughs> it, it is. It's funny too. They start naming them too where it's like you got the Professor and the Green Scar who they say mm-hmm. are the two goodest Hulks, the two most heroic ones who are slumbering. Then you got the Devil Hulk, the big guy or the savage Hulk who is the big dumb destroyer monster. Yeah. Doc Green is in there, too, and there might also be the Maestro, even though they haven't uh, quite squared the circle that if Maestro and Doc Green are actually the same person. Okay. But, yeah, it's it's very, very... Oh, and Joe Fixit, he's there, too. Uh-huh. Good old, good old Joe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Crusader Khan saying, what's your favorite cheat day, day meal? I made some very strong cheat day meals uh, the last two days for people <laughs> who, uh, who uh, watch my Instagram. Yeah, what'd you make? Oh, I made a baked mac and cheese from scratch with three different types of cheese. Nice. And, and it was so noodly and gooey. And then when I was <laughs> done, uh, the next day I had leftovers. I bought tater tots, and then I put the tater tots in the mac and cheese and <laughs> shred more Christ. cheese over it. And I'm like, yes, I am too powerful. No one can stop me. <laughs> you can hear your arteries crying from here. Basically, I am touching the face of God. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a mortal man. Uh, Tevi asking again and cheering. uh, Any opinion on the upcoming Legions of Superheroes by Bendis? We'll probably talk about that when we talked about what we read this week. It was pretty damn good. (laughs) Interesting. I did not read it. (laughs) Oh, uh, Tevia 2 again. How do you feel about the Tim Drake name change? We talked about this before when they first introduced it. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care either. I'm not it, reading that book anymore. It can't hurt me if I don't watch it. Yeah, well, again, it, like, does it really matter? Like, people keep saying it's going to, like, like out his identity, and it's like, well, that only works if people knew Tim Drake was Robin. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, that doesn't, that's not how it works. <laughs> the fact that the costume is brown still rubs me the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like a duck. I know, I know, but it's also like when you think strong, powerful, iconic costumes, you don't think brown. <laughs> what great superhero costumes have been brown? What what great uniforms in general? Well, UPS, I guess, but still. <laughs> the Rocketeer. Okay, fair enough. Well that, was, well, that was brown leather and a brown trench coat, but okay, I will give it's you those brown. two. Those are, those are pretty good. Constantine. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Again, trench coat. A lot of trench coats are brown. <laughs> they still have a costume. other still a, still a costume, I guess. I mean, they had other Wolverine. Stuff. Wolverine at time. I mean, I'm sure people would argue it's not his best costume, but yeah, all right. There's there's a I couple. like that costume. Is his current costume? It is actually. It is pretty. Yeah. All right. There you go. You you win this round, Matt and Chat. <laughs> there there are more good brown costumes than I thought. <laughs> We'll, we'll revisit this later on. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I guess with that, we can uh, hop on over to what we read this week. And it was a much more sizable week than last. It was. It was. I'm still catching up. <laughs> I know. Uh, where where would you like to begin, Matt? 
Let's begin by making fun of Batman. Oh, goody. <laughs> <laughs> on Batman 80, fucking, I don't know, 3 or something, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it is 80. 82 is it 82? or something. I don't fucking know. It is 82, damn it. <laughs> God, yeah, God damn, I thought we were almost finished. <laughs> See, you read the annual, so that technically counts as one. It's hard to keep track. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so do you so like big issue. protracted fight scenes between Batman and Bane? Because that's all this issue was. It's just funny because this is the first fight scene they've had since I Am Bane. And, you know, we got a book called City of Bane and... Bane is barely is it, in it. Barely, Bane is barely in it. And when he is, he gets like fucking killed bane, <laughs> literally bane is, yeah it's like bane is not only barely in this city of bane book but he is ultimately here supplanted by thomas wayne the flashpoint batman a character who has been in this less than any other villain whose motivation has not been explained with only like a handful of issues left to go he wasn't even at the beginning of this whole like like plan for bane he just like appeared because tom king wanted to ride him <laughs> oh, oh no wait he they retconned that they said he was even though he oh, had bullshit yeah, even though he, when Bane was telling the story of like, and this was all my plan and it all worked out, it was like Thomas Wayne doing the narration of that issue. And it's like, um, how did you know about the things you weren't here for? And the answer is, as always, shut up. <laughs> yeah, shut up. My Fuck story me. is a modern masterpiece. Your brain not big enough to get it. <laughs> but yeah, so Bane and Batman fight. And yeah, it's Batman real- immediately cheats immediately cheats what a hero because he he can't win any other one even though he knew bane wouldn't wouldn't win anyway because he's been he's been ahead of bane this whole time Mm -hmm. uh as we found out was it last issue or the issue before yeah he's been one step ahead of bane and only acting retarded yes exactly he 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 didn't go the full he didn't he didn't go all the way he wasn't full (laughs) simple jack But it's so stupid because it's like they set up the Super Venom last issue. Remember that? Yeah. Remember Super Venom? And it's like, oh, how are we going to get Bane to not take the Super Venom? I know. Challenge him to a fair fight, which he as a villain will instantly accept. And and rip out his own Venom tube, the source of his power. He will willingly do this so we don't have to do this, even though Batman has won fights with Bane before just by cutting his Venom tube. Yeah, well, not only that, like, Bane is smart. Bane is, like, a very smart person. He's supposed to be. Uh, And and, and, this issue, like, like, that's the thing, like, throughout this whole run, we've been led to Bane as this giant mastermind genius and then here they're like oh everything bane's a fucking moron and like that's even in dialogue catwoman and batman's like oh bane's a fucking idiot yeah and like no (laughs) they try to lampshade the stupidity with catwoman mocking batman and saying like oh you know bane would never fall for this he's not that stupid but he was but he was yeah she joins the fight because uh this gotham city isn't batman's city or bruce no. wayne's city or bane city it's it's catwoman's it belongs to her because because, she, because tom king thinks so <laughs> because she's a stray match she's from the streets which i'm like oh would have been nice if you reiterated that at all before this moment because all we've seen of catwoman in this series is living in mansions hanging out with bruce not being a person of the streets or of the people no no and not only that 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 like flies in the face of like everything like 
really ever written about Batman where he there's like stuff in 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 Snyder's book that took place just before this where he talks about how it's not his city it's not it's like the people's mm. city it's Batman's city you know it's everyone's yeah, no it's, it's just it's just Catwoman's yeah again Catwoman's again very weird as uh, Jersey Luck brings up there too Joel this is kind of your fault in a monkey's paw way you wished Bane would have a bigger role and he did <laughs> did he though did he i mean i don't i don't even know anymore and so yeah they have this fight that doesn't matter because again you have no reason to care about what's going on or whose city it is and then bane is ultimately defeated by thomas wayne who is now supplanting bane as the final villain for this end no no just before that like he like catwoman fucking attacks him and he throws catwoman off and like seemingly kills her question mark because like the the panel is drawn like she like breaks her neck or back or something against like the wall there's like a big crack like uh explanation point dialogue thing there so like she dead she crippled i don't know and then batman just is somehow able to pick up bane and like go go break his back but he gets shot by by thomas wayne twice even though the issue before thomas couldn't kill damien because damien is family but his own son apparently isn't family and he's just you know able to just put fucking two in him yes also as winford brings up shouldn't thomas be racked with horrible ptsd after shooting his own son no shut up (laughs) he then he then calls for the psycho pirate which i feel a lot of people especially tom king are under like underselling how important like the psycho pirate is supposed to be the real key to all of this he's the one who is able to brainwash the villains and everyone else to follow bane yeah and he's barely he's not even been in this book for for issues like like stacks of issues volumes yeah 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 but he but he's the one who's tying this together and again i think in a sane world they'd have a twist within a twist where the psycho pirate's like ha 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 this was actually me i was manipulating everyone that's the only way this story would even make a modicum of sense but that's not gonna happen or it will but it but it'll be done in such like a A self-indulgent a self-indulgent like patting himself on the back way where it's like look at what i did i just made best fucking batman story ever look how like smart and genius i am if that is gonna happen batman's gonna be like why flashpoint dad why he's like i don't have a reason you know why i don't have a reason because fucking psycho pirate was behind everything yeah or they're gonna have psycho pirate somehow wipe everyone's mind and it's just that's gonna be like the end of the book like everyone's mind gets wiped about all of this so they don't remember anything yeah which is a good way to clean it up for the next writer. Yeah. Oh, it's it's absolutely on the nose. But yeah, <laughs> I, I I keep waiting for one final, just like you know, like raspberry from Tom King, one last middle finger before he leaves. Like it was all a dream, or yes, they all forget it, or something I, like that. I keep saying this is all going to be like like a dream, and ba- and we're going to cut back to like Batman on top of that plane. He never the left issue. the plane. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Justice League will come in and save him or something. Or, like, the book's really going to disappear up its own ass where it's going to pull, like, a Grant Morrison animal man and to save the day, Batman has to cross realities and talk to Tom King. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, listen, I'm not a fucking idiot, man. (laughs) Yeah, I know how to fix this, Batman. Did you know I worked for the CIA? (laughs) Yes, you may have mentioned it once or twice. Heavy saying, how is Tom King and Eisner a winning writer? 
it just tells you how much like thought goes into that fucking guy isn't it now i i tell you it's what it's a popularity reward now i will okay you know what i will back up a little bit on that tom king should have won an eisner for vision he should have mm-hmm. been in the running for mr miracle he shouldn't have won it for the books he won it for no not at all there you go that's that, that that's my takeaway on that it is not that he shouldn't be an eisner winner it's just he didn't win it for the books he should have <laughs> but there you go so i mean is that is that everything we have to say about batman it's almost like there's less to actually rag on because there's less content every issue <laughs> yeah every issue just keeps like like he's bored it's pretty impressive to have an issue that both feels devoid of content and yet also utterly stretched out yeah <laughs> for real yeah marvel knight saying al ewing was robbed yes he was <laughs> talk about a guy who should probably get some justice this year if the eisners are going to be like the academy awards and you never win for the one you're supposed to no <laughs> you win for the one you just did <laughs> But yeah, so that was the Batman, and oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. <laughs> the DNG saying, "I kind of hope King's last panel is just a literal middle finger." <laughs> <laughs> hey, like we we joke, but like in the past, he has done stuff where he's literally talked to the reader and called oh, yeah. the reader fucking idiots. Oh yeah, yeah, he did that in uh, Heroes in Crisis. We joke yeah. that Bane was behind it all. For and months. he fucking is. <laughs> and then he ended up being behind it all. We joked about where it's like, man, seriously, this guy like writes fight scenes and then just quotes like Aristotle and Plato and thinks that it's clever. And then in his yeah. fight with Hush, he literally said, look at me, I'm quoting Aristotle and Plato, aren't I clever? <sighs> God damn it. And that's why Tom King is so fascinating too, because it's like, are you... Are, are, are you like is this all a joke like is this is this like are, are you punking everyone do, right do now you, do you do you know that like people will see you as like someone who can't fail because of like your past books so now mm-hmm. you're just in that part of your career where you just you can pump out any old shit and yeah. people will just fucking lap it up <laughs> Yeah, I would be very, very interested to get, like, an interview with him, like, a decade later to be like, yeah, I was totally just fucking around on Batman. I wanted to see if anyone would notice. Well, we've talked about his Batman book. Let's talk about his Superman book that came out this oh, week. Oh, yes. I'm waiting for these to done to be done to catch up, this, and they're almost this done. This is fucking night and day. <laughs> yeah, from what, yeah, you posted that little quote page, and I'm like, holy shit, I can't believe this is the same person it's fucking night and day like like this is it's like oh this is a character he wants to write that he's actually seems to be excited and has creative ideas for this character that are actually in in line with how that character is written in other things indeed yeah so yeah this book he he's still after that like little girl it's a bit more connected than the last couple of issues were Mm -hmm. uh whereas this time he goes to apocalypse and and uh dark side has information but he won't give it up because he wants a little bit of amusement first. And the amusement is he wants Superman to break his one sacred no-kill rule. Interesting. Uh, and to do that, like, Superman goes and visits this guy, this alien who's got an incurable sickness. And the alien wants him to be killed by Superman or the angel as this this uh, alien sees Superman as uh, before the sickness takes him and there's pain and whatnot. So Superman is like has to decide whether he does that or not and you never really figure you never know if he does but it's actually really smart because he comes back to dark side after he we get like the story 
sort of a catch-up on this this little girl um and he says to Darkseid, like, oh, I've done it, but Darkseid doesn't believe him. And Superman's mm-hmm. like, well, in that case, then I've broken my word and you've won. But then oh. if I if I have done it, then I've also broken my word and you've won. So either way, oh. you win. <laughs> oh, so he gets him in like a logic loop is what he yeah. gets him in. That's- yeah, I'm like, that's smart. Like, where wow. the fuck is this in his Batman book? That's clever. That's artistic. That's challenging. That's lots <laughs> of really good things, man. Feels like it's a different guy, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, the next part of the story is like Superman going like his day to day, like what he does in like a day, and it's really funny. Like uh, goes and like testifies against Lex Luthor, and there's a great line where he's like, "Oh yeah, Lex has like done all this evil shit, but no matter how much evil shit he's done, he's never like rotted the hope in Metropolis." And there's a great panel where like lex is just seething with hate because he says that it's it's great uh he goes back he's, he has like lunch with batman wonder woman goes to work and he's a reporter all that sort of stuff uh makes a slide out of brainiac ship which looks really dangerous uh, for kids <laughs> and we find out this is all like like dreams being fed to him by the people who have kidnapped the little girl he's been kidnapped by them mm. as well and these people are like oh you could have all of this if you just gave up on this one thing gave up on finding this one girl you could have all of this we can give it to you and Superman's like nah i'm good i just want to save the little girl did did tom king also write another dream machine is this the same dream machine (laughs) from batman only actually makes a little bit more sense yeah it makes much more sense (laughs) that's too funny this dude loves dream machines yeah 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 or like yeah stories that later you find out are a dream dude dude like is is he pulling upon his CIA pass for this? Does the CIA have, <laughs> have dream, dream machine? machine? Do they have Inception machines? That's gonna be the real twister. Is like, man, you guys didn't even know. I was trying to whistleblow and get the words out about yeah, the he's, machine he's been, that's. He's been leaking this whole time <laughs> about the machines that steal your dreams in the night. <laughs> You'll all thank me later. That's why I'm going off to Hollywood to beat the dream machine. <laughs> Uh, someone in the chat saying why couldn't heroes in crisis all have been in the dream machine yeah i know right (laughs) it would have made more sense (laughs) it wouldn't it wouldn't it have but yeah well that that's a glowing recommendation for this and bendis's batman book it's hard to believe these two guys who are writing some of our least favorite runs in the main uh continuity off in the weird walmart universe off to the side yeah, his, Bendis' Batman book is awesome. He teamed up with Nightwing and turned into a White Lantern. That's crazy. Cool shit. That is cool shit. Why Why is this the way this is? <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird, wacky time at DC at the moment. Is it ever? Uh, all right. I guess uh, from the world of DC, uh, we should talk to the world of Marvel here. We got not one, but two brand new Dawn of X X-Men books this week. And let's start with X-Force yeah x-force the the issue that showed the x-men getting bitten in the ass like almost immediately (laughs) boy boy did it i like that this one almost feels like it exists solely to shut people up who are like oh you know the x-men have resurrection machines now and you know they got all the omega mutants in this super nation you know there's never going to be any drama anymore why should i care about what's going on because the x-men get so high on their own farts that they can't be stopped that literally a russian hit squad comes on in and kills (laughs) xavier i i fucking love that like these ex-writers they do the same in new mutants and we'll get to that Mm. but like how 
they're they're not adverse they're like yeah they'll show like how awesome it is to have this like island sex nation mm. sort of thing and a like, sexnasium yeah, if you will yeah 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 and, and mutants are getting their own and everything but then also like how arrogant they can be like mm-hmm. thinking they're better than everyone else and yeah not like like who was it uh it was xavier in in this book where he's like oh no mutant is bad like we trust every mutant i'm like mm. really no really mm. <laughs> should you <laughs> I, I like too it's freaking black tom cassidy who tries to be the whistleblower here it's like hey man hey man i got a bad feeling man the island's talking to me man i got a bad feeling it's like oh shut up tom everything's fine no no, no one would attack us here on our fortress on our island who, who would be de- who would even man <laughs> yeah a russian hit squad where and as someone actually pointed this out because it's not stated in the book apparently they're they're wearing like pieces of domino skin oh oh that's like what those those like they had like these weird like lines i thought like oh maybe they're just like enhanced humans or something as did i because i'm like oh the helmets they're wearing kind of look like a weapon x helmets yeah 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 i thought like oh yeah they're like a weapon x or like a super soldier or something but yeah yeah they pointed that but it's never stated in the issue no no i thought that was like subdermal metal they put on themselves so they could survive the fall. But no, that actually makes more sense now. They stole Domino's luck powers. That's why they were able to win, because they literally had luck tattooed to their ass. <laughs> That's why they can't lose. I like, too, that Krakoa is actually super dangerous, and the only reason they haven't been eaten by animals yet is because Wolverine has been going around and killing them all. Yeah, oh, I love his little... little um, Even he's kind of getting on this whole thing. It's like, oh, yeah, Krakoa's great and all, but, like, the I like like beast gets almost attacked by this like monster mm-hmm. and he's like it's like you wouldn't have been you're only got attacked by that because you feel safe here and when you're safe you're soft absolutely and that's literally the entire theme of this book wrapped mm-hmm. up in a nice package everyone feels too safe and because of that they let their guard down and really really got their asses spanked yeah i and i am actually surprised that it happened this soon like i would have thought we would have been gotten a little bit further into like the whole mm-hmm. like cool this island before it starts like biting them in the ass a little bit but yeah straight away and well and here's the thing too obviously xavier's not dead because we see in other books he's running around at the un but here's the thing that brush with death is probably going to change the way he deals with everything now oh yeah and it also like brings up because like like how is he going to be resurrected like because technically it's like his mind and cerebro that keep all the the like backups of the mutants mm-hmm. and he just got like a bullet shoved through it so. i mean <laughs> like, i yeah because they haven't explained that yet where it's like look he keeps the backups of the mutant brains and everything and he assists in the process but mm-hmm. what happens if he's not there i guess it's gene or emma or some other powerful psychic who has to try and do it yeah emma frost does yeah someone like that it, it's gonna be very inter- interesting to see like what happens and i i wonder what like moira thinks of this because this is all like like would she have known about this yeah you gotta wonder it's it's a question too i'm sure when xavier's back he's gonna like maybe go the other way completely and be like all right we need to up our security we need to build this new x-force team and instead of being like the mutant military you're really more like our mutant secret police now is what you're going to be I'm not saying do random checks and make sure that, you know, no one is plotting against us, but, you know, be sure to do that. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, just go kill these people before they kill us. 
which is kind of what the team was doing when uh, Cyclops was on it, where it's like, yes, how about you covertly attack anti-mutant uh, sentiment? <laughs> because up until now, Xavier's like, nah, man, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to be really nice to every nation, yeah. even the ones that don't want to join. And then we'll be having, uh, what is it, Sebastian Shaw and the Marauders selling the miracle drugs out the back door. So even if they don't join, <laughs> it's fine. Not thinking like, yeah, but you're a nation now, which means they can actively declare war on you. Yeah, it, was, it seems like he, he never thought about, like, the, I guess, the minute things. No. That, like, come with all this sort of, sort of stuff. And it's going to be interesting now as well to see, like, how other people are at, like, is Magneto just going to, like, go full fucking crazy and be like, I told you, I told you the fucking humans. We've got to nuke them all. We've got to fucking nuke them all. Yeah, really, we need a nuclear response. I told you, I told you so. <laughs> I, I like, too, you know, how easy it is to hang all of this on Russia, too, where it's like, you know, in Marauders, where it's mm-hmm. like, well, that wasn't really the Russian government. You know, that was an anti-mutant militia and everything. You know, every country has their bad eggs. But here it's like, no, that was clearly the Russian black ops all pissed off because Krakoa was able to bring, uh, what is it, Sokovia into the fold. Yeah, yeah. I also, like, uh I imagine it was just for this little little uh, action bit at the end, but like Xavier got got like uh, ingested like like a psionic block. Like, will that carry mm. over? Because that's technically in his system now. Like, does that mean like he'll be open to like like not sensing people or something? It was like if it's that easy to get into him, like how are they going to stop that next? Is he just like going to become a hermit? <laughs> Ah, we can fix we can fix that in the eggs we can fix that in the in the regeneration machines it's fine but yes the idea too it's like no 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 evil humans in this universe have a weapon now to use against xavier yeah yeah and it's an easily deployable weapon as well totally (laughs) amazing spider-man winning the chat geez it's like the u.s and russia are having bad times right now or something i know right (laughs) who'd have thunk it (laughs) yeah yeah who'd have thought that comics would be getting like topical with like things that are happening at the moment man you just know that there's some part of the writers who are like cool we finally get to have evil russians again how many great things in comics came from evil russians (laughs) boy it was weird when they were kind of our on again off again allies again it's so nice that they're evil again But, uh, yeah, that was the first X-Men book, and, yeah, X-Force is pretty dope, and it gives me high hopes for Percy's work on Wolverine. Definitely, yeah. All right, so what do you want to talk about next? I will talk about New Mutants. We might as well, yeah, because you didn't just get one X-Men book this week, you got a twofer. Yeah, and New Mutants, they all, like, sort of come back to life on the island Mm. and sort of get together, and Roberto's like, I'm going to make something new with this new generation, but then he goes off into space and fucks everything up <laughs> it's it's a very slice of life thing i know we've mentioned yeah. before that all of these dawn of x-men books kind of fill a different genre you got the magic one you got the comedy pirate one you got the military one uh you got the regular x-men one and then you got this which is very much kind of teen shenanigans which makes sense for the new mutants yeah 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 it's totally it's it's it, what i found really funny is that like at the start of the book it's yeah, range has just come back from being dead and mm-hmm. uh storm's like oh you can make this life whatever you want and it's like she ends up kind of doing basically what she did in her old life <laughs> yeah yeah they haven't talked about that where it's like look we can give you new life but we can't give that new life meaning <laughs> yeah so 
but yeah, it's a really cool book. They 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 want to go get Sam Guthrie from the Shi'ar Empire. So he's like, mm. look look at our sex island. Nice um, nice bit of continuity to remember. What's like he's still out in space, right? Oh yeah, that's right. That's where we left yeah. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's nice to remember that. Um, so they they get a uh, a ride from the Star Jammers, who uh, again were conveniently on Krakoa recently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, gives them a ride into space into Shi'ar Empire, but like Corsair needs to stop and and pick up something. And of course, because he's a pirate, he, that's like code for fucking steal something from the Shi'ar yeah, Empire. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that the kids didn't put that together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, the the and the team like fuck that up for him and yeah. uh the, the one thing i really like is they all they all end up on the station stealing what what uh corsair was going to steal and they all end up getting captured and roberto was back on the ship and he says like oh we need to go save the friends and they're like <laughs> why they've all been dicks to us and it's like yeah yeah they kind of have it's like yeah these these and again it's like that whole thing where it's like the the mutants are a bit arrogant like like um Mo, uh, modern cypher mondo and cypher like didn't give a fuck that they killed no. like chode's guard and they're like oh fuck that i don't care the, and they're basically being like kids on spring break they're like woo we're about to laugh woo we're invincible nothing can stop us woo <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, uh, all, all this really really cool stuff that they're like exploring in this book and yeah the 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 new moons are stuck in space now with like an evil space cult yeah. Well, no, the cult was a, a cover. These are just regular oh, Shi'ar yeah, yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. These are just regular pissed off Shi'ar guys. I do love that uh, uh, Corsair is just like, no, nah, fuck you guys. We're leaving you. You wanted a space adventure? Here's your space adventure. Good luck getting back to the island. <laughs> but yeah, it, it was fun. I know I am in a weird place that I don't have all the same love and affection for the new mutants as a lot of X-Men fans have. Mm -hmm. I'm happy this book is here. I'm Mm -hmm. happy it's different from all the other X-Men books, but I don't feel like I'm going to be keeping up with this one. Yeah. I, I I think I'll, because it's, it's Ed Brisson and, and Hickman. I'll probably read until Hickman eventually passes it off to Brisson, which should probably be after the first volume. I think we talked about that when it was originally announced. We did. Yeah. And like, apparently this first arc is going to have something very important. Yeah. So I'll probably read that, but yeah, I'm kind of the same with you. Like new, I'm not attached to the new moons as most people are. Mm. And like, yeah, they're, they're a cool team, but like don't need to be really reading them. You know who really loves the New Mutants, or at least really loves Sunspot? Hickman, because you think back to his Avengers world run, that's where he yeah. really elevated Sunspot, where it's like, hey man, how do you want to lead a team, and then you'll own AIM, and then you'll run like two other versions of the Avengers? Yeah, you'll become mutant Tony Stark. Yeah, it's like, if anything, he was almost too good for the team, and I like he's talking to Danny Moonstar. It's like, man, can you believe we're back? New mutants again? Yeah, you two had really good careers outside this team. <laughs> Friggin' Danny, you were a Valkyrie. Yeah, yeah, Roberto, you ran a big company and ran the U.S. Avengers and all this all cool stuff. If anything, you guys got a bit of a demotion. <laughs> I'm surprised they don't bring that up. I'm surprised Sunspot's not like, I want to run a company here on Krakoa. <laughs> yeah, I want my money back. <laughs> yeah, give me give me my money. <laughs> and Xavier's like there, there there is no money in the mutant paradise in the in the mutant workers republic. There is no dollars. <laughs> yeah, Get out of here. It's everyone's money. <laughs> it's everyone's money. Sunspot, oh, I don't like that. And then somewhere <laughs> in the back you see Eric Lentry's like, "But but Xavier, I just minted new money. My face is on it." <laughs> yeah, Magbucks. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, that'll be 20 mag, but it's just Magneto giving a thumbs up <laughs> on everyone. <laughs> and he's like, well, I guess distribute them now. They're pretty fun. <laughs> Man, that that's like we joke, but that'd be funny. Who would be on the mutant money, everyone? That's for the comment that's, section. That's got to come up soon, I reckon. Like, because like, who- like, what, what would they be like? Because they, they'd have to have a currency. They can't just be like, I'm going to give you this fruit that tastes like i don't know whatever krakow wants you to think it tastes like and i guess so yeah that's that's a question for uh the chat there which mutant is on which denomination wolverine is on the 20 no doubt he's snicking on the 20 <laughs> xavier's on the 50 like emma frost is just lounging on the 100 and everything <laughs> cyclops he's on the dollar bail just like i'm pretty good <laughs> i'm a dollar you get a bunch of me together <laughs> Uh, Tevi asking what happened to the U.S. Avengers. They got disbanded after, yeah. uh, what is it? Secret uh, Empire. No, not even Secret Empire. It was after, uh, oh, God, uh, not No Road Home, but No Surrender. No Surrender. Because, like, Sunspot literally walks away from that. It's like, well, Avengers, this was pretty fun. I'm <laughs> off now. Should probably go back to the X-Men. They need me. And then they did nothing with them until right now. <laughs> Everyone's saying Sinister should be on the penny. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> just just him looking really evil it should be him flipping you off on the penny like yeah you got one of me <laughs> <laughs> no one likes that yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh and instead of like the uh all-seeing eye there in the pyramid on american money it's apocalypse's eye on everything <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> there you go oh i like this game a lot what <laughs> should be on what money <laughs> <laughs> and and then we have like the special trillion dollar bill like from simpsons and that has moyer on it but it's like they snapped a picture of her when she was like getting ready in the morning she's like ah yeah. no one's supposed to know i'm here yeah it's like security cam footage or something <laughs> that's funny <laughs> and it's like hey who's this lady on the trillion dollar bill hey that moira lady didn't she die <laughs> hey, hey notice how we didn't resurrect her but we resurrected everyone else isn't that weird <laughs> Oh, I think someone needs to go back in the egg right now. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta wipe them memories from you back in the egg. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that was X-Men. X-Men continues to be pretty dope. And this week it's Fallen Angels and All New X-Men 2. Yep. Which I'm interested to see where All New X-Men 2 goes, because All New X-Men 1 was basically, again, kind of like a slice of life story with the Summers family. They didn't really start a new mission yet. Yeah, yeah. We did see the leader of Orchis, though. We did see, uh, what is it, Dr. Devo. We did, yeah. Yeah, we'll probably get to know a little bit more about them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they'll do now since, like, yeah, in the first issue, they fucking killed off the whole team. Indeed, they did. Actually, we get some great references dropped in the Hulk book this week saying, yeah, everyone who left Shadowbase who didn't want to work for Banner is working for Orchis now. Oh, nice. <laughs> And I'm like, that's fucking fun, where it's just like, yeah, any evil organization that gets torpedoed now, yeah, they go and work for Orchis. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, what do you want to talk about next, Matt? Uh, we had Justice League issue 35. We did. I just read that before we started, actually. This is a fucking cool book. It was. It wasn't all that eventful, but like nah. the, se- the severity of what's going on really kind of carried you through it it was mm-hmm. uh what is it very uh very spectacle heavy is what it was yeah yeah so yeah the the villains have all but one and perpetua now has her power so she's like uh go on door knocking multiverse to multiverse and just fucking knocking them off one by one first starting with the gotham by gaslight universe I- 
I love that, and I love her reasoning, where it's like, why of all the universes did you start here? And she's like, your universe is confusing and angering, and it has no place, and I'm gonna get rid of it, and we're all gonna be much happier. It's stagnated, it hasn't moved on from this weird Victorian steampunk era after, like, millions of years so like yeah we just gotta like get rid of that get uh, get the fuck out of here and also your <laughs> animated movie was a bad adaptation <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the real reason why she killed them yeah get out of here <laughs> <laughs> but of course you know she's like ah oh, that was good but i'm still knocking the cobwebs up i can't go right to earth and destroy it now i'm tapped out i gotta let my mana bar refill yeah, I've got to go the long way around and kill yeah. out all these other universes that everyone has, knows. Yeah, I won't destroy the main Earth where I know all the heroes who can stop me live. Gotta, gotta <laughs> take it to this shitty Victorian world. <laughs> Next, I'm going to destroy the cowboy world and the clown world while I'm at yeah. it. Yeah, I, yeah, I imagine we're going to see some like like worlds we all know, like probably Kingdom Come universe mm. and uh, the Batman Beyond universe, stuff like that. They, they do do a good job selling it where you got like Earth 2 Superman being like, uh, hey guys, this was real, but uh, we all got to go back to our Earths and defend it now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I don't know if you saw that Cockney universe just got blinked out of existence. So <laughs> yeah, it's they been mean business. <laughs> it's been real. It's been good. It ain't been real good. Bye. You're all on your own. <laughs> and people on Earth are so overcome by doom. They're like looting the front yard of the Hall of Justice. <laughs> I like that uh, how they start the book. How the, there's like is like that one guy's like, come on, man, just hold up the sign. Hold up the sign, man, in front of the Hall of Justice. What are they going to do? What are they going to do? Arrest you? Yeah, it holds up like the Duke Luther was right sign in front of the Hall of Justice. <laughs> Jeez, man, you're going to feel really bad at the end of this. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Starman is dead, and they give us the origin of the word disaster. It's dis as in bad and aster as in a star, so this is really a bad star situation. Yeah, that, that symbol in the sky that that's in other books that where it really shouldn't be. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that makes no sense because then you got to make a timeline that just hurts your brain <laughs> but yeah there's the big star in the sky and everything the heroes got to defend themselves they once again reiterate the importance of uh what is it of hawk girl because you mm -hmm. know she was supposed to take the place of the raptor the agent of the presence that stopped perpetua yep. originally but she let her anger get the best of her and now she's basically dying adrift in space Yep, dying in space as Lex Luthor uh, get, get gets kind of promoted to a general, and yeah. then and then told by Perpetua that like yeah you can, you can go kill Justice League now I'll give you whatever you want, and I'm like oh don't do that he's gonna fucking betray you it's like mm. it's fucking obvious because <laughs> he's Lex and it's what he do. do do you think do you think he'll betray him and be like aha this was my plan all along Superman I was gonna team with you after we brought Perpetua back and these all these universes died and <laughs> that everything. that would be that would be pretty funny we also have kind of like the other uh smoking gun now of the anti-monitor who also turn coded mm -hmm. and and returned to his original form yep. from the original crisis on infinite earths yeah that was pretty cool and perpetua being like you were always my favorite honey don't tell the other two <laughs> Oh, they can hear you. They're in <laughs> here with me. <laughs> you're Perpetua's good, large adult son. <laughs> My large, sweaty, armored son. <laughs> also, too, Tevia twice in the chat mentioning Talos. Man, I think you're the only one who remembers Talos. <laughs> we try not to remember him. 
we try not to remember Telos. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that's basically the whole issue. Everything's fucked and everyone's going to die. Yeah, it's going to be interesting because Scott Snyder has, what, like three issues left, four issues left? Yeah, not many at all to wrap this up, and I assumed he'd be kicking in the turbos here. Yeah, so, oh, I imagine next issue is like when, when shit starts getting real, I imagine. Starts popping off, as they say. Yep. Got pop it off. It'll be interesting to see what scenario he leaves that book in because he told a huge, basically crisis level story without calling it a crisis. I feel bad for the person who's got to take that book on after him. Yeah, we haven't gotten a uh, uh, a writer announced for that, have we? We have not. What's coming up that they could announce that at? There's not much coming up. They'll just have to like drop it. <laughs> I guess it's very weird. It's very weird. It's like, well, dude, that's like your big AAA book. One of the few books that like has stayed a must read in an era where nothing has made sense and everything's been all messed up. Who's going to, who's going to take the book? Yeah. And like, well, what do you do after that? Like, cause, cause I, I imagine by then that, cause I think it, this, his run on the book finishes the same day, uh, like doomsday clock and, bunch of other shit finishes up uh in december uh so like does does the book go on a break and we get like the aftermath of like all those things or i don't know man i just don't know it's a weird time yeah (laughs) don't put that evil out into the world amazing spider-man in the chat don't (laughs) you put that evil on me ricky bobby don't you put that evil on me you put that away get out satan get out (laughs) also to doomsday clock uh ending i'll believe that when i see it hey brad anderson has said that like the book is actually off to the printers it's like bound and done he's put all his work like inking work away for it so oh. at least it's like actually done done oh oh sure professor and i swear my homework is all done too <laughs> <laughs> yeah geez i mean do you think after this wait it's gonna ever be able to have a satisfying ending because after the wait and after it clearly changed what it was supposed to be i don't know oh well as well as that that threat that like tom king is doing like supplemental watchman shit as well mm. like, oh, no 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 Rem- remember when we joked when we said hey what's going to come out first the end of doomsday clock or that watchman tv show and the watchman tv show came out first <laughs> it's on its fourth episode <laughs> god damn <laughs> god damn just dang it all <laughs> oh god <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so that was Justice League. Justice League continues to be pretty cool. It does. Uh, what else did I have? Uh, ooh, I had a Mortal Hulk number 26, which I've been referring to throughout this episode because it was just that good. Tell me about it. Okay, so Bruce Banner has taken over Shadow Base now, which means he has taken control of their black budget, the billions of dollars that the government has secretly been pumping into the organization. He, he is Big Boss, and this is his outer haven. He... It literally is, like, not even a... Like, I don't think Al Ewing has ever played a Metal Gear game, but yes, 100%. He is now Big Boss. This is Outer Heaven. And and the first thing he does is he records a manifesto to the world, being like, hey, everyone, I'm Bruce Banner. You might know me better as the Hulk. I took down this organization that your government has been putting your tax dollars into because they want to vivisect me to create more super soldiers. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't that piss you off? (laughs) It does vote for me. 
basically, and the world's like, yeah, that does piss us off. What the hell, governments of the world? And the governments of the world are like, oh, no. The, the Hulk, he's, you know, he's pulling our pants down and spanking us. What do we do? Do we do, do we declare war on the Hulk? No, that would be stupid. Um, um, we'll call up corporate America and Silicon, but you guys do something about it. <laughs> and, and Roxxon's like, we'll, we'll take that, Bill. We'll get all of our puppets in the news media and all the, you know, like Rush Limbaugh-ass podcasters out there to say that the Hulk is a dangerous radical and his ideas of holding the government responsible for the bad things they do <laughs> is, is un-American. Oh, jeez. <laughs> like, literally. And then Banner has a whole meeting with Amadeus Cho and it's like, hey, Amadeus, you're probably going to hear some crazy shit about me and my, and, and my rhetoric and my status or my... Uh, manifesto that i uh broadcasted to the world i hear people are dressing up in green now and purple pants and like fighting back <laughs> against the government and everything now and you know i've kind of started a revolution it's a thing <laughs> would you would you like to join me amadeus and he's like i don't know man you seem kind of crazy and like the devil is literally in you and he's like oh it totally the devil is absolutely <laughs> in me <laughs> Make no mistake about it, but you see, I've been talking to the devil, and the devil says the world is too broken to fix the way it is, and heroes are impotent, and they never actually uh, do any long-lasting change. They only defend the status quo. So I am going to smash the world as it is. All the institutions, the banks, the government, the things that are too big to fail, and we'll rebuild a better world around that. But first, we have to smash. <laughs> <laughs> And then you find out, like, they're meeting in a diner, and then you find out that, like, the fry cook was actually Namor all along. <laughs> and Namor comes down, he's like, so, I hear you want to smash the surface world, huh? And you're mad about pollution and everything? Let's talk, Bruce. <laughs> I, also I have interested. A, I also have a big hate boner against, you know, <laughs> global warming and all these other things. Let's totally be cool bros now. And yeah, basically, the Hulk says, I'm not a hero anymore. I am an eco-terrorist, a revolutionary. Okay. Join join the Hulk cause now, and together we'll topple the governments of the world. <laughs> so he's literally become a Metal Gear villain now, yes. Oh, Jesus. And we will all be free to fight our own wars, and no memes can stop us. <laughs> There's no we'll keep nuclear weapons out in the Seychelles. But when the government comes to check, we'll harm them underwater yep. and hope for the best. There's there's no nanomachines yet, but there probably will be in time. <laughs> it's, it's fucking crazy, and it's amazing, and it's awesome. And then you got like, okay, so Dario Agar comes back, the head of Roxxon, who we haven't oh, seen okay. since War of Realms. Yeah. And he's like, man, I sure got off really easy during the War of Realms when I literally committed treason on the planet Earth by backing the Dark Elves. <laughs> sure, sure is lucky I was rich enough to grease enough palms to get out of that. But yo, the Hulk says he's not just coming for me, but he's coming for my entire corrupt rich guy way of life. <laughs> so I'm not feeling that, guys. And also, I'm going to be a Minotaur 24-7 now, because if the Hulk is going to come at me as a weird monster, then the only way to fight him is as a weird monster. <laughs> <laughs> so let's have it. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, no, Tevya, uh, Amadeus Cho is not the totally awesome Hulk anymore. He is Brawn. Oh, yeah, I remember that happening. Yeah. Which, I know you've watched my champion videos, Tevya, so I thought you would know the answer to that. I, I thank you for the cheer, though. I swear sometimes you ask questions to which I know you know the answer. 
But yeah, uh, Hulk, Hulk is amazing. Hulk is Hulk that, is amazing. That sounds that sounds really cool. Yeah, it's it like seriously the way Al Ewing is writing this, where it's like, oh, I'm going to write a fun horror story with the Hulk because he's a monster and that makes sense, and then turn that into a oh well now he's fighting angels and demons and that totally makes sense. <laughs> and also, he might be a cosmic horror, and also he's a Metal Gear villain now, and it's really topical talking about what's going on in the world today, <laughs> and how there's a little Hulk in all of us, because you'd have to be crazy to not be mad about this sort of thing. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, bet, bet you didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, oh, jeez. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> now, what do you got? <laughs> Uh, well, I actually have a really amazing book in Daredevil issue 13. Yes, I read this too before we started because I knew you'd want to talk about it. Man, this is such a good fucking book. It really is. And like it was a slow burn to begin with, but right now it's like, okay, this this is the best mature for adults superhero comic on the shelf right now. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, like the, the story over the like that started, was it last issue or the issue before? The through uh, hell story. Uh, yeah, I think like maybe two issues ago. Yeah, I, I just love that Chip Zdarsky is doing this whole parallel thing with mm. Wilson and Matt, how they have both lost that that fear that, that other people fear for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, And because of that, they, they are basically like lost men. So they They've have no lost idea what themselves. the fuck to do. Uh, so, and now this is them sort of regaining their, their confidence again, getting their groove back on. We got Matt like training with Electra, learning like what he wants to do and how he wants to do it and how he wants to do it better. Uh, we got Wilson Fisk like murdering a man in the bathroom mm-hmm. just because the guy pissed him off, Cause he uh, which was really, him. really fucking cool. <laughs> I, I loved that scene so much. That was like straight up Sopranos. When yeah. Tony hangs out with the other rich Italians and they make him feel bad for being a mobster yeah. and being a stereotype. Only yeah. this time, friggin' uh, Kingpin snaps, kills the guy, then instantly feels bad about it. Where he's like, no, I'm supposed to be better than this. I'm supposed to be above this. Well, not only that, that like he, he's like realized, like, oh, fuck, I just murdered, like, the, one of the most richest members of, like, the, the family that's the most powerfulest in America. Mm-hmm. So, like, like i'm i'm fucked i am fucked i'm just like the fucking mayor of new york these people will fuck me up uh so he calls wesley and wesley like sorts all his shit out i love when wesley gets to work (laughs) wesley was the vip of this issue he was a fucking superstar yeah oh it was so cool he calls in like the 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 janitor who he's got his family hostage and Mm -hmm. fucking makes it look like a suicide and oh it's so cool it's so good Man, I hope we get to see more of Wesley in this book because I know yeah. he's always he's always been there as a toady and a henchman, but I don't think like any writer has really tried to deep dive what he and Kingpin mean to one another and why they work so well as a team. Basically, Wesley is to Kingpin what Foggy is to Matt. Yeah, yeah, and as well as like he he basically rules Kingpin's life. Like like yeah. if he, he if he wasn't there, like Kingpin would be fucked. Absolutely. Like, like he's like the the guy behind the scenes, really. Yeah, he talked and people listened. Uh, the Matt stuff is fun too because he invokes Stick and he's like, "Man, you know, I forgot so much of Stick's training, only for Electra to be like, Stick was an asshole, Matt. Mm-hmm. Why do you venerate this guy? He was who a was fucking so- boomer. <laughs> yeah, boy, was he? Uh, okay, okay, <laughs> Stick. Okay, Chase." <laughs> 
but it's true. It's like, why do you venerate this guy who treated us so bad in training? And why do you have such a problem setting goals for yourself? And no, beating up people in alleys is not a goal. No, no. Yeah. Thinking about fighting crime is not a goal. You don't want goals because you know you'll fail at them. That's not an end game. And he's like, okay, fine. I will pick a goal. I want to fix police corruption in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, but it's impossible because no one polices Hell's Kitchen. And the ones that do are corrupt as fuck are all dirty, all in the owl's pocket, who, man, I don't think the owl has ever been scarier than he is in this book, because he's just like, oh, the rules don't matter anymore. Yeah, There's he's no just stopped giving a fuck. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I, I own the police. The cops won't stop me. Uh, I, I have more manpower than anyone else. I can do. I can shoot you in broad daylight, and no one would arrest me. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> uh yeah oh that's great yeah kingpin's not around and when he is around he's he he's a cuck he's a cuck soy boy so (laughs) so so i can do whatever the fuck i want (laughs) and he does and it's like wow he's really off the chain and no one is willing to stop him (laughs) because there's no daredevil there's no one who would normally clean up this problem yeah well but there might be a daredevil soon because as we we see uh cole north get like told to hand in his badge because he's going on leave because he got caught by spider-man and Mm. and fucked up like bust and um yeah he he ends up like stopping like a bunch of people who are harassing a homeless man and he he uses like violence which like shocks him because he's like i'm meant to be better than this and then matt matt comes and offers to buy him a coffee he, he gets his own little taste of vigilante justice right there. Mm-hmm. He's like, hey, wait a minute. I, I took the law into my own hands and things became better for a second. What? <laughs> yeah, what is this? This logic doesn't make sense. Yeah. I, I, I have to wonder there where it's like, yeah, I, I like the idea of Daredevil having a friend on the force. And also they've been foreshadowing this team up for a while because Cole North is literally the polar opposite of Matt Murdock. Yeah, I am really looking forward to this team up. It's going to be so cool. Totally, yep. Daredevil, amazing. One of the best runs the heroes has, has ever had, which is saying something because the last two runs I actually quite enjoyed from Soul yeah. and from Wade and everyone else. But this is this is good. If you want a solid adult read, if you want something closer in tone to the best Bendis years, then this is the thing. Yeah, I would have to say that this is probably going to be somewhere in my top 10 list at the end of the year. Yeah, without a doubt. Also, Chichito's art. Yes, he's back. He came back at the start of this arc, and the book has never looked better. Boy, boy, is a pretty run. Yeah. Boy, boy, does it look nice. It does. Uh, what else did we have there? Uh, did I miss something? Oh, I guess the only other book I read this week worth talking about was The Infected King Shazam. Oh, I haven't read this one yet. It's it's a lot of nothing. I, I flick through it, I'm like, oh, this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Don't you dare try putting this in any sort of continuity because you will go insane. <laughs> this 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 book basically forgets everything that's happened to Billy Batson from the New 52 onward and basically tries to write him like nothing has happened. Yes, like, because I, I, I only flicked through it, but, like, does it show him getting infected? Because I saw at the start of the book he's, like, he's, like, mouthing off to, like, Rosa and Victor and all that, and... That made no sense... It, yeah, the timeline is absolutely screwed right the hell up because we he he thinks about it when the Batman who laughs got him, but it's only like in his mind's eye, and it looks like the Batman who laughs literally jumped on him and stabbed him in the shoulder. 
They don't say when or the circumstances that that happened. Also, he changed, swore allegiance to the Batman who last, but then just went home like nothing happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, was this before or after his run-in with uh, Batman and Superman from that book? Mm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> We're not going to explain it. Also, Billy leaves and out of nowhere gets a hair up his ass, much like when he's like, oh, I'm going to fight Black Adam now and try and get his country to turn on him. He gets a similarly ridiculous hair up his ass where he's like, I'm going to go find a new family. And by new family, I mean I'm going to find people in my namesake, you know, uh, Wisdom of Solomon, Strength of Hercules, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And I'm going to beat him up for no reason. <laughs> Also, you know, uh, hey, I can't find the Greek Atlas because I don't know where he is in Wonder Woman continuity right now. But hey, Jack Kirby character called Atlas from the 70s that no one's thought of in 30 years. I found you. I'm going to beat you up now. Okay, so it is. So I thought it I thought it was the one that uh, like we got in those Superman issues and like Grant Morrison and stuff. I thought, oh, it's not. It's yep, not. <laughs> d- d- different guy named God, Atlas. He looks exactly the same, though, as that I Atlas. Know. He's, again, he's a weird 70s Atlas. Then it's like, okay, I can't find DC Hercules, so I'll beat up DC Thor then. Oh, God. Which, again, they never answer. Um, Billy, how are you able to find these obscure characters that no one's <laughs> thought of in, like, 30 years? Uh, yeah, you'd think they'd, like, put something where he goes into, like, like the, the pillar of, uh, like, the Rock of Eternity, and there's, like, a like a map or something or he's got a like tracking app on something. his phone yeah it was, it was something like that you know they never explained that and some person was trying to tell me like oh well you know billy's connected to the magical world and you know he's able to find these things and like they've never said that in the new 52 thing and again these yeah. guys aren't even greek gods the majority of them so that makes zero freaking sense <laughs> as to why that would be uh, Mary Marvel kind of ends up being the hero of this story as she should be. Cause she's like, Oh, I got to find Billy. Something's wrong with Billy. Oh no. Don't call the justice league though. This is a family matter. Cause also we oh, can't God. out this right now because it needs to be a mystery in Batman Superman. And also I will go alone. Rest of superhero family stay behind. I will do this myself. God damn it. <laughs> Eventually damn the, it. I know it's so fucking dumb. Uh, he beats up Rao. How, how is Rao alive? <laughs> I don't know, and it's clearly the Rao from the Brian Hitch book, not like the old... Oh, yo, so the one book. that fucking died. <laughs> yeah, the, the one that was like, you know, Kryptonian and not a god. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. He, he just beats up Rao, and I'm like, what, where where has Rao been? How did he find Rao? And also, <laughs> didn't Rao fight the whole Justice League? How is, you know, Billy able to whoop his ass in just a few pages? Oh, God. They, Jesus they, Christ. They don't say that being inverted by the Batman who laughs makes you more powerful. They no, don't. No, no, it just says it just changes, like, makes you evil. I mean, I guess is the idea that Billy's been holding back this whole time, but because he's evil, he doesn't hold back. But you need to back. set that up. You need to set that up, like, with something at the start where he's, like, fighting a villain and he doesn't, like, use all these power or something. And They've then, never like, when said he changes, it. like, he just, like, he can fucking crack the earth open and all that sort of shit. Or something. The dumbest stuff is saved for last, though. He goes to Olympus, which okay. which apparently you can just walk right into Olympus. Yeah, all the gods are dead. I read Wonder Woman. It's just a plot. Well, they're not, though, because Ares is there. Oh, god damn it. I'm pre- yeah, I'm sure he's fucking dead. God damn it. it. Ares is there, but his armor is different than how it usually looks in Wonder Woman. <sighs> 
Which, again, it's like, no, 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 he went back to wearing the blue shit, so, like, we know how he's supposed to look. And Billy is wailing on Ares until Mary comes in to save Ares, and I'm like, oh, yeah, good job saving Ares. Yeah, good job. Again, the the one guy who he probably should have beaten up because he's probably up to evil because he's always up to evil because he's Ares. <laughs> and she's like, no, Billy, I, I, I have to save you. And Billy does the same trick that he did in Batman Superman, where it's like, oh, no, I'm just a little boy. No, oh, no, I don't know what I'm doing here, Mary. Uh, get close that's enough his so go-to I... trick. That's his go-to trick, it seems. <laughs> it really is here. Get close enough so I can sucker punch you. But he doesn't just sucker punch her. He, like, pierces her with his spikes and then says, oh, yeah, hey, y- you're going to turn like me now because apparently the infected are like zombies and they can spread the infection but, now. But in Batman Superman, he had to use a uh, one of those batarangs because he was yep. going to change, change Superman. And he had to use one. Yep. That was, what the fuck, man? Yep. This what are these fe- fucking books? <laughs> this feel- man, this does not fill me with hope for all those other one-shots, but literally this feels like a book where there was no editor, there was no one paying attention. God damn it. Well, and again, it- again, it's written by someone we've never heard of, and like, yeah. it's just this, like one of those things, just like, ah, it's an upcoming row, we'll just give them this book, you know? Yeah, here you go. No one else wants it for some reason. <sighs> yeah, again, it's not like we keep stepping on the Jeff Johns run or anything. Yeah. But yeah, oh, this, uh... god damn, that's weird. Again, 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 it's like they've they've gotten like, I wouldn't say uh, the guy who did uh, Black Adams a no name writer, but they're getting like writers that like aren't who? current, uh, aren't DC. Yeah, yeah, they're like like who's that? And it makes me feel like like all the actual writers like like Joshua Williamson, James Tynan, like don't want to step on Jeff John's stuff because they're like friends with him and yeah. like have to work with him. Yeah. Yeah, that they're just sourcing it out to uh, different types of writers. Yeah, I was not a fan of this one. Oh, that sucks. Because I was yeah. looking forward to all of these. They, they, these all looks pretty damn good. Maybe the others will be better. Because here's the thing, too. Yeah. Bill, Billy has is the least interesting evil version of himself. Because at least with, you know, Blue Beetle. Oh, yes, there is something for him to, you know, latch on to for being evil. But mm. with Billy, it's like, what do you have to latch on to being evil? Fuck you, Dad. Yeah, yeah, he's just like, like as Black Adam said, he's just a petulant child. Like, that, yeah. that's fun for like a little bit, but you can't make a whole character about that. No, he he's not more interesting as evil. Blue Beetle is a little more interesting as evil, and I can only assume, uh, you know, Hawkman and all the other ones are going to be a well, little bit more interesting. Well, well uh, Joshua Williamson already set up like the whole Blue Beetle thing, whereas like everyone discounts him. Mm-hmm. He's not the original Blue Beetle. Like, you don't realize that like I'm like at your level like that's interesting very that that's really hopefully his one his book uh follows up on that it makes a little bit more sense yeah because as it stands right now not in love with these donna troy's getting one too again you could swing a good evil donna troy people keep forgetting about me yeah yeah it's like i like i'm not consistent in like my origin and yeah. stuff like that. Even even Evil Gordon made a lot of sense too, where it's like, why yeah. am I forever tied to this crazy man, Batman? Yeah, yeah. Like, that was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's everything I read this week. Uh, I had a couple more books. Okay, get lightning round um, them then. Uh, I had uh, Scott Snyder and Charles Solonu book, Undiscovered Country. Oh, that came out? That looked good. 
Yeah, oh, it was. It was really good. So, yeah, we sit in this world where, like, America has walled itself off from the rest of the world. America? Uh, no, perish the thought. <laughs> and uh, the rest of the world is like like been broken up into like two governments and they're like warring and there's like mm. this thing where like the sky is falling and there's like a virus <laughs> that's like affecting all these all these people and uh the the governments end up getting a message from inside america that says like we have a cure that can help you mm. uh come and meet us and we'll like sort out negotiations but you have to come together you have to like work together uh, so a team is formed of like doctors and uh military people and journalists uh that are gonna go into america and it's uh led by these two a brother and sister team who used to live in america and got out before the walls got erected mm, i like um, this to save america we must bring together the two sides of america yeah so they, they go in and they're they, they get like shot down by like missiles and uh, the team will like spread out and they like, oh, like America looks so different. It's like all alien like fauna and flora mm. and all that sort of stuff. And uh, their their pilot gets killed by like a group of like not Mad Max rejects. I was going to say, um, this reminds me of that movie Doomsday. If I swear Mad Max guys show up. Um, yeah, these weird Mad Max creature things that ride like whales on land and, <laughs> like all this like really weird cool shit uh they end up and uh the rest of the team gets saved by like a masked guy who they realize is the guy that contacted them only he never sent any message and he's never Ooh. even heard of these people even though the uh brother and sister who are leading the team knew the doctor when they mm. lived in america so it's like kind of like a is this an alternate reality sort of thing uh, and it's cool that the doctor looks like uncle sam ah, of course and there's a great the, like the end page is him doing that i want you to save america sort of thing i like and, it and yeah it's just like uh, just sets up that the world building is really cool in it like we get an uh, explanation about these two like governments like there's like the european one and like the asia pacific one and they're mm. like ruling the land and the land's just like covered in phantom famine from like this sky virus that's like killing people there's choppers flying over city crop dusting people <laughs> to kill them and damn like yeah so cool it's really cool sounds pretty sick again i will have to look into that that sounds very much like my jam yeah it was really really damn good read and again it's like <laughs> i i have to assume that they they did this after the fact uh after they read like the house of x and stuff it comes with like a bunch of like house of x powers of x like supplemental oh, pages where it's like this is what this means this is what this means i'm down yeah it, it was damn good issue yeah i'm down for that i'm i'm all for supporting our uh, favorite comic writers as they do their own uh indie work yeah also, I haven't read anything by Charles Soule in a while, I guess, because he was helping work on this. Hey, we've got that Kylo Ren book coming out soon. That's right. Yeah, got to get on that. Oh, we're close to Star Wars. Yep. Close to Star Wars, and we're going to be getting a little taste of Mandalorians before that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I truly... Ne oh, go ahead. Or no, you you go. You were going to tell me when it's coming out. Oh, um, it's coming out, like, the week before the movie? Because I think it's right. got big spoilers in it. As I would hope so, this close to the movie, because, you know, we read, uh, what is it, the Hux one, and we read the Snoke book, and we're just like, well, these are fine, but they don't really tell us anything we don't already know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would hope to get a little more. And and when's the Knights of Ren book? Because that's one, too. That's the... Uh, 
Not sure. I think that might actually just be the Kylo Ren book. Oh, okay, is it that like all it, coming like tied one? in? Because I know there's that there was that cover for issue two where it's like uh, Ben and Luke fighting the Knights of Ren. Right. Okay. I definitely got to get me some of that. Yeah. Uh, what else did you have there, Matt? You said you had a few more. Uh, I have two more. I had uh, Legion of Superheroes issue one. Oh yes, I know. Tevia really wanted to hear you talk about this. Yeah. I liked it. You didn't need to read those two Millennium books because they have fucking nothing to do with this well that's good to know. oh they they do uh one little piece of a panel down in the corner uh but that's but you don't need to fucking read those books uh good. You just jump straight in like the legion ultra boys hunting these like uh, uh horazian hit squad across the galaxy because uh, they stole something uh he's hunting them down and they're, they're gonna like try and hand off what they stole to this big villain called mordru uh, the legion come in and fight uh, they end up getting the package, and they find out that the package is Aquaman's trident. Oh. And um, we then get, like, the stuff with Superboy and Saturn Girl. Superboy getting welcome to, like, the the, uh, the Legion and everything, and he's happy he doesn't have to remember everyone's name because everyone has, like, this thing when you, like, approach them. It, like, brings up, like, this little information card. <laughs> um, that's, that's fine, Superboy. I don't remember most of the members of the Legion either. Uh, DNGN says if rose is on this yes she's in this for like half a panel before superboy superboy just leaves <laughs> amazing amazing remember bendis's weird boner he had for her for like a couple weeks <laughs> um yeah so superboy like he he sees new 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 metropolis and he's like oh this is cool and it's like oh wait are we in like a because he sees like the glass dome over it and mm-hmm. he's like are we in a fucking bottle city then he starts like panicking and <laughs> and goes like oh that's not that's not like we're not in a bottle city and he's, he's shown new earth, which in, in those millennium books we found, found out is like, like earth has been destroyed and it's like now just like a core with a bunch of like bottled cities, like attached to it. Sounds about uh, right. And it's, it's being reconstructed and everything. And, uh, brain X is like, yeah, the United planets are like trying to rebuild it to what it was and everything. Uh, ultra boy returns back to the HQ with the trident and they put together that like the trident, could possibly bring back the earth's oceans oh so that'd, could be, help that'd be helpful in, in rebuilding it and they were wondering like why why they were trying to steer it why the rimborians and the horries hosrians or whatever the fuck they're called are trying to steal it uh they get attacked by the hit squad as the united planets learn that the legion have fucked with the timeline and brought superboy to um to like the present to the 31st century so they're like oh, that's number one rule no fucking with the timeline did we did we do a bad already <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but what, what was really interesting and i'm hoping it continues is it look like the, there's like this like thin veil of like it feels like the united planets has been corrupted like they mm. feel like 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 a dictatorship almost interesting where they're like sort of ruling over all these planets and everything and they they look evil they look fucking evil uh the the, the leader the president looks like fucking like emperor palpatine sort of thing <laughs> so like i hope bendis continues continues with that and like because superboy obviously set up the united planets he's he's the one Indeed, who came up with that did. idea so i'm looking forward to seeing like the ramifications like oh you've like fucked my idea up like fucked what i wanted this to be like we're gonna try and get it back on track. Most deaf. Yeah, it was it was it was a cool Legion book. Lots yeah. of people complained in the comments for no reason because all the Legion wasn't in the book. And I'm like, well, the Legion is quite large. 
Yeah. You have certain number. You only have a certain number of pages to tell a story. <laughs> but we got well, we got like Karate Kid and Wildfire and all those all those guys. We got all the warriors. <laughs> mm. now, now the question is obviously this was the book that I'm sure Ben just gave a shit about and you know let the other ones fall by Feels the wayside. Like how long until he stops caring about this one, though? Well, how long was it project? until he stopped caring about Superman? How long was that? Uh, it was like a year, about a year. I wouldn't. Yeah, I would say it was even sooner than that. I'd say like six months. Che- yeah, check back in like six months, and I'll let you know. <laughs> and we'll see what's up. Maybe even before I'll- then. Maybe Roguzar will come back. Oh, you—you you joke, but that's like almost <laughs> certain. Like he's I was gonna be in charge of the United Planets because he's a good guy now. That's gonna be the t- again. Like I, I, I would wager my left nut on it, <laughs> and I do not bet my left nut. Uh, what is it? Lightly. <laughs> you're you're gonna see some dumb shit about Roguzar. He's gonna wake up tomorrow, Ben, and be like, "Oh, I forgot to tell people about Roguzar." <laughs> He just wakes up thinking that in a cold sweat. Ah, Rogel's Yeah, he is. Oh, no, people need to know. <laughs> Did people forget? Yeah, people are, know. like, on the edge of their seats waiting to know what happened to Rogel's heart. I'm telling such a good mystery. <laughs> the Hawks just arrested yeah, it, him. It, his event, Leviathan, ends this week, so, like... Does it really? Once that's over, I imagine it's like, oh, gotta get back, gotta get back into Rogel's heart. He's, he's the most important character in the Superman mythos. <laughs> Well, the twist is, you know, we thought the leader of Leviathan, who is also named Leviathan. <laughs> it's Rogelzar. Yeah, we thought that he was, you know, one of the old manhunters, but no, it was actually Rogelzar all along. <laughs> Talk about another book that's taking forever and having nothing happen. <laughs> oh, it's, it's final issue is this, this coming week, so we won't learn anything. No, I'm sure we won't. Or <laughs> Again, I, I cannot wait. For it to be like, all right, get ready for the sequel, Leviathan 2, starting soon. <laughs> God damn. Was, uh, now you had one more? I did. I had a Grant Morrison book. Ooh, yes, uh, the Green Lanterns. Yes, I had the Green Lantern Black Star issue one. Mm, interesting. Uh, this is like the, the like, buffer three-issue miniseries between the seasons of the Green Lantern book. Right, uh, right. The end of the first season of the Green Lantern sees how, like, on death's door and he gets told by like the the big villain of the book controller moo that he needs to use uh his miracle machine to reshape the universe miracle machine is like a combination of a green lantern ring a luck dial a star band uh the antimatter lantern and Hal's raw will so all like, the most powerful devices in the DC basically, universe. Yeah, I, 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 the fucking Morrison, like the way he writes about it, he's like, "Oh, this this machine was built during God War One with the monitors," <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, that fucking yeah, hell yeah." <laughs> I I am surprised he didn't also try and work in the cosmic treadmill in there somehow. Oh yeah, how has to run on it to get power it to get it to yeah, work? Yeah, really. <laughs> You gotta run, but you know we gotta put like a little sausage on a stick in front of you so you'll run for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Hal ends up using the device and it rewrites the whole universe um, so that uh, Green Lanterns never existed and the Black Stars are like the 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 big police force of the universe and Controller Mu uh, uh, rules the universe. And this this whole issue is like him and his partner and soon to be wife uh, Belzebeth, the alien vampire. <laughs> uh like going around just like recruiting people they recruit like those guys they're ba- basically those those uh what are those gods from berserk called 
Oh, uh, yeah, those Baylet guys. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the hand dudes. Yeah, basically them. <laughs> you know, basically try and converts them and like, fuck, the dialogue is so cool. They're, they're like, the aliens don't want to like join and they're like, we're going to kill you. But like, first we're going to like flay the skin off your face <laughs> and wear it as loincloths and like uh-huh. just all this like really cool shit. Uh, they end up like joining because houses like, oh, we can offer you like like transgressions you've never even heard of and sins Ooh. like in your wildest dreams like yeah it's like all that sort of stuff um, so they're this so they're the centibytes too is what they are oh we have so much to show yeah. you yeah yeah um but yeah the hell and belzebeth then have to focus on mongol who they want to join and he's like the last holdout mm. and mongol's like fuck that shit I want to fucking rule war world and and Belzebeth wants war world as like a, a personal gift for controller Mu, because um, all while this is happening the the dark stars uh, black stars are getting ready for controller Mu's arrival so they're like moving planets into <laughs> orbit around this other planet because like as like controller Mu, like if if he's if he wants to be in the shade they'll move a planet in front of the sun <laughs> so he's not and like all that sort of shit um, Hal goes and fucking talks with uh mongol and mongol's like six he's like gore hound on him the gore he tells the gore hound to like kill hal slowly by eating his dick first and... <laughs> i love it <laughs> uh they end up like killing killing mongol or like rewriting him um to turn him good um and then yeah control him who's like well i want hal to marry marry belzebeth the vampire and hal's like oh okay then i'll marry her and he's got to give her 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 wedding present which is like a a feast and because she's she's a vampire she needs blood so so her feast will be the entirety of planet earth dang it (laughs) yeah yeah and yeah it's just such a fucking cool book it's just it's so so fucking morrison just so fucking grant morrison i'm glad you i had like way too much on my plate i feel like this is a run that i might enjoy better if i can read it all in one sitting oh i imagine it will read like better in one sitting but like yeah just the way he he combined police procedural Mm -hmm. with that weird wacky cosmic shit he likes is just like it fits so well together it fits so well also i like he was able to rewrite the whole universe but also not step on anyone else's toes yeah oh yeah well you could say this isn't really canon either Mm, like you mm. could just be like ah it's just like a cool book and if it's canon it's canon because like in the next issue he goes to earth and he's like meeting with like all the heroes and everything and 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 superman batman and all that sort of stuff so that's gonna be cool right on yeah yeah so i guess that's it then that's all the books we read this week that's it that's it everyone uh thank you so much for coming out thank you for offering up your questions you helped uh make the show a show this week because we weren't going to be able to stretch two news topics to uh an entire uh hour and change so we appreciate <laughs> yeah. it yeah uh what's uh what's coming out this week matt that you're most interested in again we mentioned fallen angels and uh, all uh, new x-men 2 oh uh, i'm just gonna have a look what's coming out this week um sure you have a yeah, look X-Men, and- uh we got tales of the dark multiverse again the blackest night issue oh this will be good checking out sinestro those have been really good the infected ones so far haven't been great but those have been good yeah um uh the new punisher book starts this week soviet that's right i actually finished uh the last matthew rosenberg arc for my channel there so i'm all up to date on that pretty good isn't it pretty good it was pretty good i i feel they rushed him at the end but i feel like he actually made the most of it yeah i've got those videos coming out very soon 
Yeah, that was a solid thing. And I mean, hey, Garth Ennis writing Punisher again. That that yeah. don't happen every day. No, there's that new Green Lantern book, Far Sector, coming out as well. That's right. I've seen the ads for that, and I don't quite understand it, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I, I just like because Jamal Campbell's going to be drawing it, and mm. his art is fucking amazing. Yeah, it looks really pretty. There's no doubt about that. So, yeah, that's some books you can look forward to next week. And by next week, I, of course, mean today as this goes live. <laughs> if you're, it, it, It'll be next week if you're watching us on Sunday live over on Matt's <laughs> Twitch channel, which you absolutely should when we do this if you want to take part and be involved in the show. Yes, there's a link in the actual bar just below me right here. Not this oh, one here, because yeah. this is the Patreon. It's over this way. Yeah. You uh, you can also fill the cup the way that uh, Tevia has been doing with Cheers. You can fill it with money and cookies and whatever else you want. Yeah. You can fill that jar up. Yeah. Helps us, uh, helps us out and everything. And so I guess from there, everyone, uh, we'll start winding the show down. Uh, it's been a pleasure as always, and we'll be back again next time. Same comic multiverse time, same comic multiverse place. And I bid you a good day.